Hello and welcome to Unbiased. I'm your host, Michael Hairston. I greatly appreciate you tuning in today. There are a lot of things vying for your attention and time, yet you chose to spend a few minutes listening to the words of wisdom and experience that I'm going to share today, and I do not take that for granted. So let's get into today's topic as we talk about things that can help empower your decisions and spark your conversation concerning personal finance. Hello to all of you. Hope everyone's doing well today. I took a little break to do a little self-care. Now I'm back and I'm ready to talk about finances and making you money. That last part, making you money, you know, well, I can't promise that, but we'll talk about finance for sure. So I hope you are ready for today's conversation. Uh, today, what I want to do, I want to pick up on something I mentioned in, in a previous podcast where I was talking about investment cycles. Uh, the concept we're going to talk about today is widely discussed and hotly debated And what I want to do is I want to offer a practical viewpoint that I hope can expand your thinking on the subject matter, but also provide you some relevance as you think about your own investment portfolio. And before I start, let me ask you this. Have you heard the saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket? See, if you're like me, you've heard this many times and associated with a lot of different topics. And no matter how it was used, whether rightly or wrongly, the object lesson is a real simple one. Don't bet the farm on one thing which technically that right there is another wise saying we probably all heard many, many times before. Both basically explain the concept of investment asset and asset allocation, which is the topic for today. And specifically, what is what is an asset class or what is an asset rather? And how do you evaluate which assets to invest in? This is a common question I get all the time when I'm talking to individuals. So I thought I'd just take a stab at it and just give you some words of wisdom today. Now, if you've never heard the concept of asset allocation, this is a critical technique used for investment portfolio creation and management. And asset allocation basically is when you allocate a percentage of your total investment dollars across various asset types, i.e. you spread your eggs in different baskets. Now, an asset is something that will appreciate in value or and or provide positive cash flow. Now, there are many types of assets that one could can allocate investments in or allocate their investment dollars in. Uh, assets are things such as stocks, bonds, cash, real estate, private business, uh, annuities, life insurance, collectibles, artwork, coins, cryptocurrency, et cetera, et cetera. So there are a lot of different options for one to consider investing in. So the question is, what is the right thing for me to do to invest in and build my own investment portfolio? Now, that question is answered when you have an overall financial plan with clear goals, objectives, and the time horizon is understood. And then you also understand what your personal risk level is. You know, you're probably like, okay, here we go talking about investment uh, and financial plans as it relates to investment. Well, you need to have that. You need to have a financial plan that has some type of clear goals and objectives, you know, a distinct time horizon so you know how long it's going to take you to reach the goal and you understand your personal risk level. Those factors will help derive, drive, der, help you derive how much you have to, to contribute to an investment portfolio and what assets to allocate investment dollars across in order to execute the plan. So I'm going to say this again. You need to know those factors that I mentioned a few seconds ago. And you want to know those factors because those factors contained within your your financial plan, they will help you understand how much money you need to contribute to an investment portfolio and then what assets to allocate your total investment dollars across in order to execute the plan. 
So today what I want to do is switch your thinking up a little bit. So instead of searching for finding the right asset to invest in, instead, what you want to do is look to create the right investment portfolio that has a mixture of different assets that match your plan and enable you to execute your plan. Now, having your assets allocated across different assets will um, do two things. One, it'll reduce overall investment risk and then also provide opportunity for above average growth. And remember, when you're investing, there's, there's two things you always want to remember. You should only invest in assets that will help you achieve your plan. And then two, never have your total import, your, your entire portfolio in one single asset class. Don't have all your eggs in one basket. And I know what you're thinking right now. You're probably like, okay, Sherlock, this is not a new co concept uh, or, or some other nice description of me and, and what I'm sharing right now, right? So, but here's why I bring this up. When I evaluate portfolios for individuals, what I, f what I tend to find um, is what they know is not reflected in what is done. We know not to put all our assets in one basket, but when I look at the portfolio that they've amassed, it generally is in one or two or a couple different assets. So the question is, how come we don't do what we know is true? Meaning we put all of our eggs in limited baskets when we know we should not. So as I'm asking individuals who I run across and I talk to and I ask them what happened, why, and begin to, to, to do the due diligence to understand, allow me just to summarize the response I usually get when I ask the why question. The response is generally something like this. Well, the investment was growing, so I kept adding to it. And as we discussed in the previous ep episode, just because it's going up doesn't mean you need to keep investing in that particular asset. You know, look, it's easy to get suckered into if it ain't broke, don't fix it trap meaning the investment is doing extremely well and I want to continue to keep my money going and keep growing and keep, you know, and, and, and I don't want to upset the apple cart. So let me keep buying more and more of this one particular investment in hopes that it continues to go higher and higher. That's what we talked about in our last episode. But the goal of investing is to make money, but you want to do it in a smart manner. And working smarter is what we all want to do, not not harder. Right. We all want to work smarter, not harder. It's one of those things we've always been told and one of those things we always hear. Well, asset allocation is a smart way to have your money working harder because it has money working in different asset types instead of relying on just one or two assets to achieve your overall investment goals. Now, enough of the technical aspects. Let me get into the real because this is what we do here. We, we get real about money on this podcast. The real is this. Teaching, what I find is that the teaching and practice of asset allocation in financial service world focuses too much on a limited number of asset classes. They usually focus on stocks or bonds that are held in someone's individual 401k, IRA, or personal account. Now, there are, as we talked about, there are other assets that you can that you can have your investments in or that you can make investments in. And to me, those other assets should not be overlooked. And they should be counted in your overall investment portfolio by your financial provider, financial professional, even yourself. We tend to overlook things like owning a home. We tend to overlook things like having a business. We tend to overlook things that we might have already made investments in and will likely continue making investments in in the future as we think about building in an overall investment portfolio. And we should not. All of these assets should work together to provide you 
with the greatest opportunity to meet your overall investment goal. Don't focus so much on just one type or two types. Look at all of them to evaluate how they're all working because you need all of them to work in concert together in order for you to reach your overall investment goal. So let me explain this a little bit more. If you bought a house, you're a real estate owner. And that could be a house that you live in or a house that you rent. doesn't matter. If you bought a house, you're a real estate owner. And there's probably equity in your home. In addition, you will likely make improvements in your home to increase the value. So the investment that you made in your house and the equity position should not be ignored and should be counted in your overall asset allocation strategy. Furthermore, if you're a business owner and you've made an investment in your business or looking to purchase another business, that's investment dollars that are being used to, to increase the value of your business, not just now, but in the future. And that should not be overlooked. And that needs to be counted into your overall asset allocation. Because remember what asset allocation is, is looking at your total investments and understanding what percentage needs to be allocated to different investment types. So if you're an investor, you want to make sure that you understand how much money you have going to stocks, how much money you might have going to bonds, how much money you might have in real estate, how much money you might have in personal business or business transactions or uh, business ownership. How much money you might have in business ownership? How much money do you have in cash? And all of these things that you have money in, they make up your total investment portfolio and you want to know the percentages of that and then understand, is it the right percentage? Is, is it right for me to have X percent in this asset in order for me to achieve my plan? And that's important because, again, you need all of your assets to work together to allow your investments to grow at the rate that you wish them to, to in order to achieve your long term goal, whatever that is. So let me give you an illustration to further push this point. You sit with your financial professional and it's recommended to you that your investment portfolio should consist of 60 percent. Uh, 60 percent of the total dollars should be allocated to stocks. And maybe 40% of the asset, 40% of the investment portfolio should be allocated to bonds. That's a good start. But this recommendation also needs to take in consideration the real estate you presently own, which is an asset class, or the business ownership that you that you presently own. That's an asset class, or the cash that you need to have on hand to meet future obligations. That's an asset class. So these things you have already made investments in or are likely to continue investing in the future. So your asset allocation plan needs to consider all of these things. Therefore, don't just focus in on one or two things, such as either a stock or a bond or something that, you know, it's is growing. You need to look at all of these different asset classes to understand the impact that it's having on your overall investment dollars. Now, my last point of consideration is this. Your asset allocation strategy, how you're going to divide your investment dollars across different assets, that's going to dictate what where future investment contributions should be invested. So knowing the right percentage to allocate to each asset class or each different each asset can certainly help future investment decisions and keep you from overinvesting or underinvesting in a particular asset that is critical to your overall investment plan. So let me explain this a little bit further, too. Let's say you have a business and you've been investing in this business and now you're deciding where to put additional resources that you just got. 
you want to avoid the natural tendency to reinvest all those resources back into a single asset class like your business or or a single asset class. Maybe it's stock or something else. You want to use the resources that you have and use those resources before you use those resources. You want to take those resources, look at your overall asset allocation strategy to determine how best to allocate the resources that you have across all of your investments, be it your business, the real estate that you own, stocks, bonds, cash, and other applicable asset classes necessary for your overall investment plan to work. Now, remember, your investment plan is to support your overall financial goals and objectives. And you want your dollars to be allocated across all assets to help you achieve your plan. So don't overlook or discount investments that you made, no matter how big or how small that they are. If you made an investment in something, you need to take consideration of that, put it down on paper and know what it is and keep an eye on it. You know, these things are important, you know, and the more that you do them, they can help you in the future understand where your dollars are allocated. Then you can determine the percentage that's allocated. Then you can evaluate whether that is the right allocation for you in the future. Is it meeting your goals or what changes do I need to make? And then as you get additional resources, then you can use the same asset allocation strategy to then say, hey, this is what I need to do with the resources I have in the future so that my plan can continue to rock and roll. So hopefully what I said today was impactful. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. Unbiased Money is on Facebook. Be sure to follow us. I appreciate that. And then I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Unbiased. I hope today's conversation empowered your decisions and sparked your conversation or maybe even sparked a different thought concerning your personal finances. And I greatly appreciate you again tuning in today. Feel free to reach out to me uh, via social media. My Twitter handle is Hairston, that's H-A-I-R-S-T-O-N underscore Mike. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Michael G. Hairston, MBA. Or you can reach out to me via email at Michael at Alpha Financial. That's one word dot com. Again, that's email is Michael at Alpha Financial dot com. Thank you very much. And I will look forward to speaking to you again soon.